You know, I have no problem with cutting short a song for the sake of the radio socialists who's come from here and there and from everywhere to pronounce his socialist ways, and I'm here to denounce every single bit of it. I'm yours truly, Mac on the Rock, the Concrete Conservative on WSQF, Blink Radio, live stream on WSQFradio.com and 94.5 on your car stereo. So how in the hell are you, my radio socialists? Good, good. I, I had a really great week. I've been kept busy. I have found my way training every day around the, the key. Or you mean uh, training yourself for the job that you were that you were not trained to do? No, um, I'm just reminding yeah. you of, you know, of that buy-in when you got educated. But uh, I, do, no, I, 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 you know, time. what I must say about your education, even though uh, you were befooled by whoever spoke to you, the left ear, your right ear, I don't know. But there's nothing wrong with getting a degree in philosophy, because quite frankly. I'm not one to talk. I didn't get a degree at all. So, uh, I, I was... I, I like aimless. philosophy because the philosophy degree has actually felt pretty useful, like, theoretically, because I think I've talked about it before, but I kind of had autism. So... No, nah, don't, don't say that, because I don't believe I, you I, do. I'm sorry, I know, I'm sorry if it's not politically correct. No, I have, a, <laughs> I have a nephew with autism. I know what it's like to uh, be around the person with autism, and there's... I, that, I did not recognize facial that, expressions and cu- social cues. I mean, are you looking forward cartoons. to me tagging you with autism? I, I mean, won't. I think I feel like I have. There's there's people I've learned like kind of Elon overthink. Musk yeah. who have a uh, form of Asperger's. It's a spectrum. It is a spectrum. So it's it, like a it, dartboard. You, I and you feel like I you're, Musk might be you're on the outside. Might be a little bit more on the outside. I've seen people who are really in the center. Oh man, but my it, nephew. But what I've seen, probably with Musk, is that, like, man, I can tell you, I learned how to understand facial cues from people by watching cartoons. And those are kind of limited in... in well, those are very... That's just anger, sad, funny, pain. Yeah, so it's like, that's like... And this happened in, I want to say, like, my late teens. But you really don't get... You get giddy, but you don't really get just uh, contentment. You don't get melancholy... No, it's no, kind of no, hard it, to be. It's, th- not, it's not. It's not like being a robot. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, cartoon just doesn't offer you that uh, the intensity of an actual feeling to what I call thin sliced version and explanation. Well, it, it's kind of like you're going through the raw motion of it in a cartoon. Like things are very much clear what they are. And for me, when I studied philosophy. That was like the education that I secretly always needed from school. Instead of, like, how do I put it? Like, the ability to go freeform, the ability to look off and, like, you know, figure out this. Ponder. Ponder. Figure out this about a group of people. Try to connect it to these historical events. Like, it's really useful because it's even when you, like, study history or current events, there's a great deal of philosophy in that. Like, you know, if, like, just take for the civil rights movement, they run it by you so fast in school, but to really talk about, like, wait, what are the differences between... Malcolm X and Martin Luther King. Well, Martin Luther King was a very religious leader. And then you got to go in the history and you see that there's a bunch of civil rights leaders in the United States, particularly for black Americans, who are much more in-depthly religious. It's always treated like, you know, an awakening movement. So and then it's like, where does this religiosity in the United States come from? 
Like, so for me, it fed into that part of my brain that was like, why, why, why? Because, you know, what I get from the... Well, I have a why for you. Why haven't you elaborated on the difference between the two characters? You said nothing about Malcolm X. Oh, yeah, no. Malcolm X, uh, Martin Luther King, I think it's a very... I find him fascinating just based on what I've read in short little memes and sayings and speeches. Unfortunately, because of my... uh, I think I'm I'm affected by many people. The the Twitch lifestyle we've been uh, yeah. taught to think like. Uh, I'm more attuned to YouTube than I would be in reading a Malcolm X book. And uh, quite frankly, I would love to read a Malcolm X book, but it would have to be uh, referred to me by someone who's already read it. Hey, read this. Most books that the, I the, read the, the... are are suggested to me based on what they know about me or that I'd be interested in. Uh, I would say the chief difference, because here's the interesting thing about, like, people, people, um, as I was growing up, you know, for example, you watch the X-Men, and they say, oh, the bad guy is Malcolm X and the good guy is Martin Luther King. This is kind of like a white... That's not true. Yeah, you know, they actually were agreeing more and more with each other toward the end of their life. They were coming to a new center. But the big thing that I feel separated Martin Luther King from Malcolm X is Martin Luther King sort of believed in, like, you you talked about, like, leftists who believe in Jesus. Um, MLK definitely saw Jesus. Well, look at Pelosi and Schumer. They believe in Jesus, and they abort babies like it's going out of style. MLK believed in Jesus as kind of a theology, per, like, attitude. Like, well, he was a him, pastor. Yeah, to him, his, like, belief in Christ was a liberation project. You think he was liberation theology, like you said earlier? Oh, it, it, there's little doubt. There's little doubt in the way, like, you know, I might have to so double check. So that makes him officially uh, communist bet. He was a so- democratic <laughs> socialist, like yours truly. Um, <laughs> Radio moment. What's up? Drop the mic. <laughs> but, like, you know, he's um, that separated him from Malcolm X is that Malcolm X kind of was an unapologetically black American, you know. And knew the Democrats were lying to him from the get-go. Said so many times. He had an axe out for white liberals, were the people he did not look fondly upon. You know what was one of the only white people he ever liked, in his own words, that he ever fully trusted? Wow. Fidel Castro. <laughs> See what how hairy that is? You know what I mean? Yeah, no. That reminds you of the the... the, the the riffraff in the Democratic Party that are presently elected, who invited Fidel Castro to speak in Harlem in a church and a that was the event that he, he met. Um, he met Fidel. He, he met Fidel there, and they got really well along. And f- yeah, I'll say um, uh, one liar meets a liar. Okay, so now you, the you oppre- just turned on him immediately. You're yeah. like, I think he has a bunch of great ideas, and then- you know, I'm not totally, I'm not totally surprised, <laughs> even though. Uh, I expected that, quite frankly. I'm not surprised at all. Because of his time, Fidel was the David against the Goliath in the eyes of many. The the leader of the oppressed, well, he oppressed, all right. He led the oppressed right into oblivion, to starvation and blindness for lack of vitamin C in Cuba. So the big thing that I would, like, you know, that they were kind of coming more and more to the center is that Martin... But you understand that lie, that fight for the oppressed becomes the oppressor and the oppressee. I believe that there is a reality that people who fight for justice can get blinded in their pursuit of it. Not can get, will get. No, because I think justice... Name a person who was not blinded by justice 
or was blinded by, or either or, and didn't end up authoritarian figure that refused to give up power? Name one. Because obviously you can't name Martin Luther King because he never got to that. I can say John Brown even. Okay, please explain. Elaborate. John Brown, um, I guess you might say this doesn't count because he died. Um, but It doesn't count. I just gave you the Martin Luther King case. I thought you were going to tell us a uh, eureka moment. Um, I guess I would even say... Describe John Brown. Let the audience know who John, John Brown, Brown is. John Brown was a slave revolt leader in um, right before the Civil War. Um, he, so 1830, 1840? 18, let me get those dates. But basically, you know, he died going down um, for the cause. Okay, so they used, so he's a real knight in shining armor for the, for as a black 1800, slave. and he died in 1859. Wow, uh, 10 years into the war. Uh, before the war. No, because they, uh, the war is 1865 or 18, or already starts in 1850. I think there were already rumblings in 1850. There were many slave revolts that were happening. Um 1865 is the official date of the Civil War. Remind us, please. Because uh, let me let me look at this. Because right I can here. always fall back on, you know, I'm 58. I remember the detail. Blah, so blah, blah, the blah, origins blah, 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 of the blah, American blah. Civil War. 1865. 1861. 18... So three years before he was put to death. He was executed. Yep. For one of his revolts. Um, I guess is Caesar Chavez still alive? Oh, that's a real dirtbag communist on the Mexican, right? Uh, total, uh, total labor union. He, yeah. He, was he ever? Uh, he wasn't elected, was he? No, he was always a labor movement. Yeah, guy. He was a labor union leader, but he never much. got elected or anything. Uh, Muhammad Gandhi was another person who I said would strive for justice. Who I don't really call him. A, 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 I don't think for a second that he was had communist leanings. No, but his movement relied upon the communists. Um, you have to keep in mind there were two factions of Indian um, liberation. There was um, the, Mahatma the, Gandhi, which was kind of this liberal, you know, religious, nonviolent, and um, and I know for a fact there was a Stalinist Indian sect. Oh wow! So, uh, they they, don't, they cool. don't tell you about this in America, but the the British realized that things were getting too dire for them, and they chose to negotiate with Gandhi's branch. Yeah, because he was more, uh, it was, chances are, more peaceful. Well, not only that, he wouldn't probably let the country become a Soviet satellite state. Yes, that makes absolute sense. Now, <laughs> does, that, does anybody know, or do you know, uh, does history tell us who, what faction killed Gandhi? Was it a, a, a radical, or was it part of a representative? I think it was, a, I, I, I got the page open right here. Um, let's just go right over to his death. But right now, shooting off the hip with facts here... I'm pretty positive he was killed by another Indian. And this was over the Pakistani separation. Um, he, uh, for or against the separation? I'm literally asking you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. For um, knowledge. I, I saw I the movie know. Gandhi. The movie, I, I don't take that as a primary source of information. Um, see, a Hindu nationalist. Yep, a Hindu nationalist shot him. Okay, so, so he this, was this, against this, separating India from Pakistan. He, he probably wanted me. Let's double check this. Um, because Pakistanis because th- this were is very Muslim even yeah, back then. This, but this is super contested. You have to remember. Um, the reason I don't want to speak out of my ass about this particular next part was because, um, man, that grudge is the one of the oldest grudges in the world. Indian Muslim grudges. Yeah. Um, Hindu Muslim because they're both Indian ethnically on some level. At some level. Yeah. yeah. Because remember, that place was also occupied by 
a Muslim empire at one point. No, and I do know this, that the Indian army was quite successful in their battles. They did uh, tremendous things, including in World War II. They fought on their own in many cases, and they they served the alliance well, even though they 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 got that they were killed on both sides. I wonder uh, it would be nice if I could quote to you the 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 actual battles that they were victorious in that helped the alliance and and how so. But I'm not going to go there because. Unless you're going to talk a lot that allows me to research it, I'm not going to go there. Yeah, Gandhi wanted um, India and Pakistan to not be separate. Apparently, that was something he never accepted. Wow, so he didn't really fear the Muslims' uh, side among the Indians. Yeah, no. Um, he felt that there's somehow, in some way, that they would get along. Huh. Unbelievable. Well... Uh, there's a lot to there's a lot to learn uh, about that. Is that something you would you know you, you didn't tell me you were going to talk about this? Otherwise, I don't. Well, no, I, I'm just kind of you know you asked about like people who believed in justice who I felt didn't yeah. sort it's of a legitimate sell question out. and it led who, into who, a nice who conversation. Become, but now I want to know more. Yeah, because it's a good question because it parts um, something I've been thinking about because you know. Many of us who are Americans who are getting into left wing politics, you know, we talked about anarchists earlier. Uh, a big appeal for anarchists is that they get to say, like, we disavow any crimes of the Soviet Union and all these other countries which didn't turn out too well, right? Like, that's a big argument that they feel like they get to make is, like, well, we've never committed any atrocities, is something they like to say. Until, so, until they get power. <laughs> and then they're well, going to commit massive atrocities. The anarchists, not like really. all... the anarchists can't even win a war. Well, so you don't think they'll, they, you don't think they'll ever... Uh, get power here in the United States. I know. I, I, uh, like, I, I spent enough time around anarchism to realize like, anarchists have good ideas on how to help your community. They have good ideas on how to organize and how to think about things. Sounds like street mob to me. But, well, what do you mean? Did, how did, to, did you how, how do you happened? help your did community you, if it's not? Did you see what happened in Chaff? No, please tell us. Um, yeah, this happened during the George Floyd riots. Um, Chaff is? Chaz was... Um, it was an autonomous block. Oh, Chaz, the autonomous block in Seattle. Yeah. Oh. Like, that was them. And it didn't last very long. Like, no. You know, so that's, to me, how I feel about it. Like, it, it just doesn't... There's not enough way to structure... Like, you know, even this is why I say I'd be a federalist. Um, you need to do large, sweeping ways to enforce laws, to kind of provide for people, kind of to help things out. And sometimes a robust hierarchy helps in dire situations. Well, um, this last four days has proven that. In a democracy, like you call it, with the strings attached to it that the republic has established, not Republican, the republic, the founders, when they establish uh, Republican-style democracy, it's for these messy moments where a very small group of people can voice disgust, distrust, and contempt for an, uh, a, uh, a speaker that wasn't really accepted by that amount. Now, you might say, whoa, that's 90%. Why are these people holding it up? Hey, it's to air our grievances. But what is your grievance? Too much spending. My God. What makes you think? How could anybody at this point not get it? 
The because that, that's so abstract. No, it is. It it's is incredibly point. abstract. No. It, it's like me. It's you don't like, get what $1.7 trillion dollars without discussion with the rules that Pelosi had in place. Did you know that Pelosi people. had in place that you couldn't remove her once she was voted in as speaker? They wanted to rid themselves of those rules. They didn't want McCarthy to have anything like that so he can rush through more appropriations and more spending until we're all in food lines. None of this makes sense to the audience or to you until we're in food lines. I was speaking today in the supermarket, and the person knew me. I didn't know them politically. I just knew them since childhood. Listening in on a conversation I was having, and I was talking about the famous parallel between me and Donald J. Trump. And she was taking her sweet old time to get out of the dairy department so she could listen in to what is Manny saying now. Manny's the my private sector, private citizen name that's, that I'm known for, or known by, I should say. I'm more known for speaking up, having people hostile towards me, uh, not being forgiven no matter how right I was and am and is and will continue He's Saint to be. He's St. Sebastian over here. Yes. St. Sebastian over here. I don't think it's saintly. I don't think anybody would say Saints, that. And, uh, you haven't known me, you haven't known me long enough. With arrows in him. Well, you haven't known me long enough to, to Killed think for, for a the moment. the crime of being right. Yeah, it's terrible when you're right. It really is because no one will forgive you. They'd rather walk away than say they're well, sorry. Everyone said I was right on certain things, and then they start to listen to me. The problem, I, with, problem with me <laughs> uh, it hasn't been certain. Uh, it's been pretty landslide but like you have to understand the the way the attitude of the concern over debt to most americans is like a specter it's like ghostbusters yes they because they're not in food lines it. my point but you don't it, really know you bankrupt the country until you can't get stuff at winn-dixie until you can't go to cvs and get drugs a lot of people are saying that now for the first time in all these years with diabetes I'm going to the pharmacy, CBS, Kibiskan, where high income and all that stuff. And, huh? and they tell me, no, we're waiting for it. Waiting list for drugs. Drugs, you can't have waiting lists. You need them now or else they're not affected. I'm not effectual. Like if you're on drugs for like three weeks and now you have to wait a week to get your drugs, uh, all those three weeks are gone. God forbid if it's uh, something you have to... Uh, you have to have all the time. That's one thing Big Pharma never could deal with, the fact that they set themselves up for backlogs and lack of inventory on simple things like ibuprofen and Tylenol because they sold their soul to China. All those chemicals are made there, super cheap, over-the-counter kind of stuff, super competitive where you make a buck a, a, buck a bottle, sometimes even less than that, and they sold their souls to a communist country. This the 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 gods are going crazy. You just can't do that. You can't I mean, be a capitalist right nation now, professing like faith. We, we, we've just had an employment rate today because I just saw three point seven, three point five fell, and it was and supposed to be three point seven thousand jobs that have just been added. Like, like this is I. I used to be the ultimate doomsayer, and I got my prediction in some sense with Trump's, you know, people who are backing Trump. You know, the far right. That I was going to call, who was going to be the very... guy did not govern far right. Why do you keep on saying he, far right? Because he allied with them. We just didn't want the people who allied with Trump. He had from a dinner with, with Kanye West after Kanye Look was saying anti-Semitic stuff. Who gives a freaking hoot? 
Who cares? Do you want to tell that to Jewish people? Yes. Who cares? <laughs> no, please, no please. Jew. Ju- Jewish people, no. please call in and tell us how you feel about a drop m- talking to Holocaust denialists. By the way, um, so I, Jews, I, I already, Jews don't want to give any more value to Kanye West than they have to, and you're giving them giving him much more I, value. I'm simply pointing out when that Trump... There's a lot of punks out there doing, willing, saying a lot of punk d- things. D- d- Trump was willing to ally with the far right, and this is why I was always... He wasn't aligned with the far he right. Was totally he was totally wi- He wasn't willing to lose them because of the press. Why? Because us Republicans know you, you can just, we are a minority you can just, party. You can just disavow them. It's not a big deal. They'll, they'll you still, need to listen instead still, of just listen to, quote to reply. Hillary Clinton on the left. Don't quote her. They have nowhere else to go. That's, that can be your attitude on the no, far right. No. This has always been their no. attitude since Reagan. No, when no, the no. Ku Klux Klan endorsed been... Reagan, Reagan said these people are abominable. Yes. So and he like, said, and, and he you said know the same th- thing. Those guys probably still voted for him. Well, guess what? Trump said the you, same you, thing. No, yeah, but three they, days they, after the famous uh, battle of uh, battle royale in the streets of help me here, South Carolina, uh, Charlottesville, Charlottesville, he said it. Okay, I disavow racism in all its form. It's appalling. Okay, he took a sweet time, and they probably voted for him anyway. Same thing. It's the same thing. But you give it this credence and value. Most blacks. Most blacks, not all blacks, are just as racist in, in proportionality of their race as Hispanics are and white people. Have you read? There is always have you read, a form. Have you read any far right literature? Because when I talk to you, you talk about you know deficits. You talk about taxes. You talk about entrepreneurship. You talk about labor. When I talk to you, it's called self reliance, sweetheart. Yeah, yeah, but like you talk about things. I can get on the discussion with the table and talk to you about. It. We can negotiate what's a better tax rate. We can renegotiate what's a better deficit. We can we, we, we can negotiate these things with subsidies. If you read far light literature such as the Turner Diaries, it's can I say um, the self pleasure word with the letter M on radio? You mean mental masturbation? It's it, it, it's all violent masturbation fantasies. Is everything that the far right writes like? They will, if you read enough far right, like li- mass slaughter, that mass kind of- slaughter, just killing as many people as they possibly can. Yeah, like like the, I get it, like it, the famous a German who went around doing exactly that, marching so, them off into, so railroad, it, into railroad like, cars. Okay, it, it's like but how long can we continue? Mussolini took power. Yes, he did the same thing. He was publicly killing people who were like liberal dissidents, you know, socialist. These these killings were public, and the response from him and his party was, "We do not care." Right. So when I talk about the far right, and that is anarchy, it, it's it's a very vicious form of governance. That might is right is probably what they ultimately. Yeah, Franco convi- was accused of that too. Is you know, and this is Just why killing a lot of communists. Because why I oppose this on such a fundamental level is because, as you said, anarchy. Like that to me is the breakdown of what we agree on what a society is. Because these types, what ultimately what they believe in, sure they'll talk. Are you going to include Mao Zedong in, in that as well? Mao Zedong was a warlord in his own right. I would not deny that. Um, okay, twenty million, thirty million. What do you think the number is? Uh, wasn't it? I like, think we'll ever know. But very much like you know, you read far light literature. What it's an advocacy story. They'll bring up racism, advocacy. And this Turner Diaries. Please expound on that because I don't um, know that the Turner Diaries was a book that. Um, 
Timothy McVeigh had read before he did the Oklahoma bombing. Whoa! And, you know, it's... Wait a minute, that deserves some kind of, you know, that was a drop-the-mic moment. So um, That would solidify his behavior. Yeah. Um, he, he was also another, like, kind of very um, traumatized coming back from war, war. better veteran, um, which is a big trait among these types. Um, but you, you see that the character of the far right, and you can even see it in how disorganized they are. They, they want a strong ruler to just control everything for them. And if weakness shows, anything goes. Because ultimately, what this all translates into is fear and opportunism. That's what Fidel Castro used in Cuba. Just so, kill, kill, kill. So it's like we can see when Never I, fire the bullet, but order people to death. So when I feel when the far right arises, I see... I don't see people who are interested in policy. I don't see people who I can talk to or converse with or debate well, how do you, or, or how'd you survive? How do you survive so long as an anarchist, or um, hanging among them? Because you're not really, you don't really give. Here, here's a joke that you're gonna laugh. A lot of them aren't very tough. That's why they like fighting in groups. Like I, I crack. They're kind of cowards, all of them. Well, they're cowardly about certain things. Like I feel well, they like love to fight in groups. They like to fight in groups, but the big thing that they like a term that they use is like body fascism. What is that? It's like the idea that, like, you know, you can, like... Body I- slam someone? No. no, it's like the idea that, like, you know, that you're trying to achieve a better body or more health or more power is, like, a fascist ideal. What the hell? Yeah, I know. So what, do we accuse everybody in the fitness club to be fascists? It's kind of <laughs> how, that's kind of how, like, if you hang around with them enough, they'll accuse anything of fascist in my okay, experience. Okay, so a jelly belly like me is a what? We're just a slo- <laughs> we're just lobs or what? <laughs> Jeez, they must want... So, so it's like when I say, like, yeah, I, I'm not too worried about these types. Like, they're really feisty, and they'll, they'll try fighting in many ways, but, like, I don't think they're properly organized to be effective in any way. In anything. They definitely wouldn't be able to govern. Yeah, but Th- at that's the same why time, I'm not an anarchist. I, at the same time, speaking of a theme that was spoken about quite often today, and uh, yes, I'm a geek and political wonk, whatever you want to call it. I try my best to listen to these moments in history for what they are: discourse, thin slicing, paparazzi, um, show-offs, grandstanding, uh, process. Uh, Honor to to uh, law, honor to decorum, uh, you know, a little bit of Robert's rules to order in the in the actual chamber. So yes, I turn on C-SPAN right around eleven thirty and watch politicians mingle in the in the floor of the house to That's watch. That's like the patience of a bodhisattva. Unbelievable. You do not fall asleep watching like C-SPAN. The, I respect it, that. For me, it's like having the radio on. <laughs> And I go about, you know, mind mind you, I have an 85-inch TV, so these people are enormous in my living room. And I literally watch and try to read lips of what they're saying, because you don't hear the audio. You just see them marching around. And then I see the other side of the political spectrum that I'm not in line with in any form, I don't feel can govern, has already proven they can't because of the tremendous power I keep on saying you can measure them by 11 filibuster proof senate since 1911 i think it was the 61st congress that commenced their power many times both houses so here we are one only one house in our majority by the slimmest of margins and we have stood up against our folk our own folk saying no mas and it's a small group of many of which i i know i don't say i knew the majority of the freedom caucus but i would say a handful five 
identified that that if I were to see them again, they would recognize my face and say, hi, how are you? It's been a while. That's all you can ask from a politician. Everybody can say I'm so-and-so's friend, like, you know, my father met privately with Reagan when he served him on the National Commission for Employment Policy, but I don't think my father can say that Reagan was my friend. I'm sure my father felt that way, but I'm sure that they had uh, eye-to-eye and they've had conversations that are much more intimate than the average citizen, and it's not so much at a, at a distance, but it is what it is. You know, you feel uh, really proud of, about the acknowledgement. I felt very important for a while that his campaign when he ran for president against Donald Trump, I felt, wow, I'm no longer just a, uh, another supporter. He wants me sitting next to him and driving him around Miami during those two days of speeches and talks to the people before the debate that you all are familiar with at the University of Miami. But that's it. Other than that, I like to think that because he ignored me, we had the problem on the border because he was told what the answer to the border was and he ignored me. But other than that, he didn't... It's so obvious I was right. It's not something that's supposed to be easy. Of course, it's going to be pushed back. But that's 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 the life I lead. Sounds like your side needs a little bit of federalism. Uh, we want that. Bad. Those 20 Freedom Caucus members, Matt Gates leading the way with a guy named um, that I fittingly spoke to you about, Chip Roy, and played an audio of him being really pissed off. He flipped today and gave his vote finally to McCarthy. But after sitting on the Rules Committee, after getting one rule, uh, one vote rule to get rid of the Speaker, after a bunch of stuff, appropriations, uh, no debt cap. We, they, you're not allowed in the House to lift the debt cap right now. So this time next year, there's going to be a government shutdown. So brace yourself, folks. If you're a federal employee with a federal pension that includes the post person, the postman, and postwoman, remember who to thank. In the janitor the next in a federal building, you ain't getting your paycheck because they're going to shut down the government. I always felt, as I wrote in my book, that the only real way. To reduce the size of government and its grotesque amount of spending is draconian. Shut down the government, slice 20% of it off. Those 20% have to go home and find something else to do for a living. Those 20% will hate your guts forever. Those people all have to be compensated because they're federal unions. From that point on, there's no more federal unions. You write a check to everybody who is in federal union because you just cease their their federal union. You go back to the days of FDR. Even he thought that federal unions were disgusting. Uh, giving them collective bargaining rights was absolutely ludicrous. And guess what? Everybody in the federal government is completely overpaid, including the politicians. You can't cut their budgets anymore because you'll get the real riffraff running for office if you lower the salaries too low. No one that has two brains together can think two thoughts together is going to run. Only the rift raffle run. So you're kind of stuck in that regard. But there's so many salaries that if they're high, they can stay high. But they, the hell with the pension. The hell with their rights in terms of ability to strike against tax, taxpayers when they themselves are taxpayers. Because that only puts someone in negotiating the strike who really isn't affected by the strike. It's just not. The guy who's negotiating on behalf of the government will continue getting paid. What motivation does he have 
to negotiate with a union, a federal union, when he, in fact, was one, most likely, might have been, still is, and it's just not, it's not, it's not a fair fight. It's not an arm's length transaction, not even an arm's length strike. So I'm only against public sector, sector unions, period. I'm against all of them, like when Reagan got rid of the air traffic controllers. But that is it. So that's what was attained by the Freedom Caucus when those 20 guys and girls got together. One of them was a newbie who hasn't even taken the oath yet, uh, Anna uh, Paulina Luna. I met her here in Blink Radio several years ago when she ran against Charlie Crist the first time and lost. She's now benefiting from the fact that Charlie Crist ran against DeSantis in his second term. He got his federal pension from being an elected official. That's another thing Americans got to look into. Do you know that once you get elected once to the federal government, you get a pension forever, even if you lost just two, two years later? The more I think the more you're in there, the more terms you win, the higher your pension is. Think about that. They created that one for themselves. And I don't know if they stay in the pension system per se, like a federal employee union, but I believe uh, something very similar. That's something that should be researched because I just said it over the, over the top of my head only because I, I'm pretty confident of what I'm saying, but I, don't, I can't really uh, discuss with you the details because I just I did this you know, off the cuff here. But it is a fact that we are in, in dire straits right now as a country. We just passed. Be with, afraid. Be afraid. Until you're in the food line. Remember, Be I'm 58. Afraid. I'm Be fighting afraid. for you. I'm fighting for you. Oh, my kids. I'm fighting for 30 year olds who don't get it. He doesn't get it until he's in the food because line. Because it's not. It's not going to happen, it's right? It's not substantial to people's lives. And you like spam. You can eat spam and you can eat. Uh, my grandfather ate spam when yeah. he was in World War II. Hello? That's a shame on you, then. You know that he, I'm fighting for the stuff he fought for. And I'm fighting it in peace, love, and happiness because I never had to pick up weapons to defend my country. I've never been drafted. I can imagine. But, like, by, by your own admission, people are going to suffer because of the Republican They're suffering hijinks. now. No. Federal government workers are going to suffer don't because you they're see, going to hold don't the whole see. things hostage on this, okay, on this promise debt ceiling that I've been listening to about you can't for, keep ten, on raising for it. over 15 years. Yeah, but who keeps raising it? How much billions Democrats. of dollars? Yes, Republicans, too. No. Oh my God! Do no. we really have to go over that we used no. to have a surplus? Donald under, Trump under shut Clinton, down the government, and then it was gone and Go- evaporated Donald under Trump, Bush. This, Donald Trump, I believe, they in create second, the poison to sell us to cure. No. This deficit Ray, is a Republican creation under wanna, George W. Bush. Oh, you finally got to that point. That this is something he did discuss before we started. That George Bush erased Clinton's defic, defic, defecation. I mean, deficit when it wasn't true. He did do bipartisan approval, and that cost him the deficit under his watch, Homeland Security. The greatest single increase in government spending in the history of mankind. It doubled what the Social Security already had, 50%. And what was that? Military spending. Homeland Security. Uh-huh. Quite frankly, you know what? Where the, where the big money is? Is 
at the airports and seaports and port, ports of call, yeah, the security there. Because that's where most yes. of the but transactions go down. Boss, a, a boss over the boss over the boss, the district guy. Look at the entry level. If you can Google this one for me. Look at the entry level for a guy at the airport, first year in the gig. If they, you get that job at Homeland Security, uh, look at the entry level uh, salary. And it could be anybody. No specific, you know, uh, I think maybe you need a bachelor's degree. That's it. But I'm not so sure about that. Just look at the Homeland Security entry level for airport security. Literally, a guy standing there with his uniform, uh, watching the line, keeping order, and keeping their eye on fat pockets and mysterious contents in, in luggage. What's the entry-level job? You're going to be amazed. It's a very, very good-paying job. Well, while he's looking for that, that's the thing that, that cost Bush that statement, that he blew the, 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 the deficit, you know, the surplus, and turned it into a deficit again. The truth of the matter Bush never passed a budget. His father never passed a budget. Clinton, I, I love this ongoing Clinton theme never of the passed. show of Republicans are never responsible for anything. No, you've always had the majority Being since 1911. is always about Sorry. never getting to say that you're wrong. Sorry, that makes that solidifies my point about the 11 filibuster-proof Senate. You well, think I, that Reagan was such a big deal? He never passed a budget in eight years. Never did. He had, uh, what was his name, Mitchell? What was his first name? was the majority leader in the House, and on in the Senate side, it was, uh, wait, Tip O'Neill's the speaker. Um, uh, John, uh, John Mitchell was followed Tip O'Neill when he passed away. Who's the big shot in the Senate? Ugh. Well, anyway, they strangled him. Reagan never had majorities in either House in the entire eight years. And Bush, I think, passed one budget. He sold his soul, no new taxes, and he raised taxes. I remember seeing that Mitchell right here in Key Biscayne on vacation, you know, in penny loafers and Bermuda shorts, and I had a couple of words with him. Nice man, but he didn't give me time to rip into him, you know. I also had that problem with uh, Obama's uh, campaign manager. I saw him in a cigar joint. Boy, did he get on, move along his way as soon as he saw me picking up speed. Goes, oh, this guy's going to get in my face. Let me get out of here. And he got his cigars and moved quickly. But I wanted to tell him what a freak creep he was bringing Barack Obama out of nowhere and made him president of the United States. Yeah, the Senate voted in 1981 for Reagan's tax cut bill. You voted? I thought about budget, you freak. Of course. Tax- but yeah, but the, you're going to focus specifically nah, on the nah, budget. No, 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 I got gotcha. you. So you can avoid all these different Google, policies. Google. This is the... This is the hey, rhetorical trick is that you they, can you can They focus, voted for Trump's tax you cut. Can focus on these budget. things. Budget you can is focus what was on all the stuff when you budget. avoid and looking at everything Look else at the you budget. spend money on. You you're why did you cop out and not do what I asked? How just put in there how many budgets did Ronald Reagan pass unaltered, uh, unmitigated, Unnegotiated his oh, budget. Oh, 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 oh. So just water that down. No, water because that Demo- down. Water that down. See, you're got- never in control. Oh, you are never held I'll contrast, accountable. I'll contrast I, 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 that. For the record, for the do audience, I gotta do it? for the audience, I have said multiple times I'm willing to discuss Clinton the passed of, six of eight hold on. budgets. For the sake of the audience, I'm always willing to admit the failures on any sort of people who hold my political visions. 
This is one of my key virtues that I hold myself to, is that I do not play delusional victim. Uh, you can always call it delusion because you can't believe that you've had your party, people who think like you, act like you, talk like you, have had the political power, have gotten everything they wanted, and like I said on Wednesday, poverty has increased. Right, yeah, because we've already went over Deficit this, but has here's increased. the thing you're going to deny. Here's the thing you're going to deny. If I say that anyone who thought like me was probably like politically eradicated, uh, after- I don't want to hear the democratic socialist thing. Why not? You're a Why not? Because no, you're a no, Democrat. No, no. Because no, here's the thing. If you said, "Listen, I'm a paleocon. I'm a libertarian. I'm a, like you know, I have a certain conservative alignment," then yeah, you can say that. But the fact that you're like, "Oh, all of that other side," this is a outward group enemy projection. That they're all in cahoots. This says nothing about hey, the fact that you you see the them today. The Clinton, for the 12th the time they voted the 212 for Speaker? That's the, all in cahoots, my friend. The Clinton years were proud to be third positionist. They were proud to distance themselves from labor. Say that again? Yes. The, I don't believe that. Say yes. that again? The third positionists within the Clinton wing were okay, proud to distance themselves from labor. Okay, you got to describe who the third positionists are. I did. Are. They, they were Democrats who wanted to get away from labor-leaning positions. Okay, okay, please educate us further because you got me. Clinton passed. Okay, here's the thing that people on the left are willing to give it's Trump credit if for. If you come up with that a he Eureka was going moment, to be against NAFTA and the TPP. Uh, Bush screwed up NAFTA. Yeah, that, was a, that, that was that an was atrocity. Thing. That was the thing. It's to like, appease Democrats. Because he's working with them on it. That's yes. So, that's sometimes NAFTA was a disaster. Because here's where your worldview doesn't account for is that. Mexico is rang that, great a game part, on us. Is that a huge part of the Republicans and Democrats would prescribe to what many would call the neoliberal agenda, which is companies first and everyone else second. So this is like politics for the wealthy, by the wealthy. Can you believe it? He's so wrong about Reagan. All he did was appease the Democrats because he had no choice. He didn't have the majorities, not even close, not even close. The two-party system failed America once again. The Democrats controlled the legislature once again. And although Reagan's 1981 tax cut was blamed for the deficits of the 1980s, okay, and I don't believe any tax cut can be blamed on the deficit, only because the math said so, I believe tax cuts... Uh, sustain big government overtaxation. Period. If you tax cut, you've done something for the taxpayer. You've reduced their amount of taxes. In which class? It doesn't really matter. Yes, it does. No, it doesn't. Because this isn't You're helping so wrong. the country. This is you helping believe, a class. You believe your premise is a false premise. It's always been the false premise. It never will change the false premise. Taxes has nothing more than theft of oh, some this sort. This is such a dumb point. Okay, it's not dumb. This is the dumbest it, point. Only yes, the... it is. It's the dumbest point. Yeah, because, yes, because you don't the, pay taxes. No, no to, to simply call taxation theft, it's, it's just, yes, it is. Be- here's how dumb it is. It's because we've gone over this, is that the government grants license on who owns what. So See what I mean? So, 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 yeah. Government so, has so, no rights. Yes, I it does. It grants the right. No. 
So you're going to sit doesn't. here and tell me. No government at, has a right to so do who, diddly squat. Who has a right to own a factory? <coughs> who has a right to own a business? Me, if what I buy the land. Right? Yes, Shh. because you're acting within a government that no. believes in these things. No. You're a lunatic. No. You're a lunatic <laughs> if you think. Ca- you you are a lunatic are if a you lunatic. think the government can tell me that I can't. How the hell can you maintain any of this without the only, the only? How the hell can you pay for cops to defend your small business? This is lunacy. Lunacy. How can you like believe this and not believe in holding a court to bring people who have done offenses over if to, to be agree, tried? If I agree, and uh, several of us in majority agree, to be taxed on... Uh, let's say our purchases, our developments, uh, we agree to it. We agree to it. We give the government the right. Then, yes, you can tax me to, uh, for, to pay for cops, fire department, mail, roads to be built, lights to be built, stop signs to be made. Yes, but it's because I agree in majority that we need these things. Then yes, then but, taxes is not theft. But then taxes is not theft. No, it's yes, agree- by that own admission. If we are, Shh, if, if we all together in a democracy want something, if like you if we spend, want a cotton candy machine, you and we're spend, fund uh, the cotton candy if you machine. spend one penny more, like one point seven trillion dollar, without even a discussion on the house, now you're stealing from us. Right now, you can say, and you've admitted to this ten days ago, five days ago. I don't know what show you said it on, but. The, miss, the amount of billions that are missing from housing and urban development, the, the Department of Defense, uh, from USAID, that's probably the greatest uh, lockbox there is. If you get your hands on USAID, you can steal so much money. Because the IRS, as we've also going on this show, is underfunded. And there he goes again. He wants the 87,000 IRS agents. And all they're going to do is knock on little old me's door and rip me a new one. And scare the dickens out of me. So if I don't you're see paying it. taxes, then what? Then what do you have to do I can assure you they're going to find some way for any citizen to pay more. And that's called theft. Now. And then here now, we've come to the problem. Now. Of, it's the repeating circle. Is Okay, why do we have a deficit? Because some people a, aren't paying their taxes. I'll give, but the, the best, I don't want to pay my taxes, so we have a deficit. This is the repeating cycle of... No, no it isn't. The only reason... And probably the only reason, there might be more reasons, but I, the primary reason for deficits is overspending on, in a grotesque amount for the federal appropriations by the House and approved by the Senate and sent back to the House. And, I don't know, arm twisted for the president to sign. Perfect example was the government shutdown under Trump in his second year, I believe, didn't last more than what, maybe two weeks before it all he caved and he got crushed. Then he got blamed, and then he got screwed. But because of the tax cut, the wealthiest who employ everybody, who can find some way Atlas of release, shrugs. and they took, they took the government took off the most successful four years in our history. See, this is the crazy part about this rhetoric that I find in libertarianism. Is that like you don't talk, you talk about the government like it's its own class, right? Like not that it serves a class. This is where Marxists would disagree. It hasn't served us. Look at our deficit. It has not served the American people. You heard that time and time again today in the voting of the speaker. How dare you guys 
tax us this way. How dare you pass a $1.7 trillion budget without talking to but, us first? But, 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 Why? Because Nancy Pelosi's rules allowed that to happen. But this is the craziness. And then you that, saw the This go- is the craziness that's on display. Is that the government is not an institution see. that serves a certain class's interest. No, the government is somehow its own class against entrepreneurship. This is ridiculous. No, what you just yes, said. What you just said was ridiculous. The government is to serve its people, all its people. In other words, yes, it makes a road by making so that a worker can get to the factory on time, ready for action. Uh, like my father used to say, uh, "I'm going to press the drop button." Shipped, showered, and shaved. Get to work on time. Street lights, but the number one job who's, of who's the central for, government. Who is it doing it for? It's doing it so business runs. It's doing it because the entrepreneur. Okay, class, but that's different than a right. They don't have the right to to decide whether I put a factory. I do have an obligation to change the zoning if it's agricultural because I want to put a factory there. Um, pay off. Oh, politicians, get them elected, whatever I have to do to get the zoning change, to attend the meetings, to get my people to attend the meetings, to... We see that all the time with the extending of the boundaries here in Dade County, closer and closer and closer to the Everglades, because we need more and more housing, and the vast development areas no longer exist, so that we now have to stack them up. So then you got to go back to zoning and get rid of single-family home zoning for multifamily home zoning. And then one year later, oh, you got to go from five to ten stories and then to 15. And then that's, that's the cities we see today. Miami's a, an infant next to those cities. Philadelphia, Boston, D.C., New York City, for Christ's sake. These, these cities are enormous. Why? Because you eventually run out of homes space to build single-family homes. you got to go up. And then the government comes, your folk, come, the radio socialists come and sound the alarm. Government Government housing. Guess what? Once you put someone in government housing, nothing in the law says that they have to leave it after a certain amount of time, meaning they have to save. They have to save their paychecks. They have to save their savings, husband and wife, and get their hell out of government zoning. I mean, government housing. They don't because... You're going to say, well, there's not enough money to save. Oh, of course there's not enough money to save. Guess what? Now you can make that case. And that case is legitimate today because the dollar ain't worth a nickel. And you claim that the government still has a right to tax us even more. That's theft. Now. No, it's not. If we can't you, afford, you, you, for you, instance. You jump something. You jump something from saying this is not a policy that perhaps isn't sustainable. It isn't. But, but that's not theft. Theft is when something's taken against your will for nothing. No, theft, theft is, is not, when you spend money you do not, not have. Transact- no, you just make yes. that's, no, that's nobody's government- definition of theft. Theft is a non-transactional seizure. Non-transactional seizure. Okay, why isn't that a tax? Okay. Because taxing, you're supposed to be funding something from it. You if you, don't, if you don't like how your tax money is spent, then that's the problem. That's just, what we did today. We told the speaker, hey, dude, you ain't going to do things like Pelosi did or else we're not going to approve you as speaker. And it's over now. We're in control. The American people, even though they gave us a little bit of control, I think six people only, they didn't give us what we wanted. But, hey, that's the American people. They, they vote this way. I, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I find out, I find what John Fetterman did today in his oath of office one day embarrassing himself 
I find that appalling, but hey, that's what the Pennsylvania people wanted. They wanted to be represented by the guy. They didn't like the other dude. But Fetterman that's, rules. Uh, yeah, Fetterman rules. I call him Feather Woman. <clears throat> I love that I mean, why? He's like a 6'6", six, six gigantic man. Goon. Yeah, unemployed you, goon. You can't, wanna, call, you, can, you can't call him a woman, and then like, yeah, he's yeah, he's he won by like he a, won by that that famous uh, uh, Dobbs decision. Um, there, you know, he grabbed every feminist woman and said, "Vote for me because I'll, I'll, I'll reverse it somehow." Well, next time, don't run a carpetbagger. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I believe that that's what hurt him. So I've been told by Pennsylvanians, but he was articulate. He was self-made. He's. Uh, you know, he played the lefty, uh, the lefty world quite often on the TV. He has a uh, what's her name? Um, Oprah made him famous. He has and, a class action lawsuit over pills that he's put on his show. Yes, yeah, so and he claims uh, they were guests of his show, and then he uh, promoted the pills. Continue, continue. He has also previously refused to the. He's also been denied approving five million dollars settlement loans and other class action lawsuits against him. Okay, the um, settlement, but give details. Don't just say I, I, that I'm sounds like Trump here. stuff. I'm looking at here. I'm going through stuff that he has. Yeah, so you're pass, so you're piously passing judgment of a businessman who gets caught in the web of business. I, 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 I like to think that most Trump bus- had the same no, problem. I like to think that most businessmen aren't hawking snake oil. Okay, and that's Oz's record. Is a oh, snake that's Trump. Sa- oh, you're talking. You're talking about Trump University again. I brought that well, one up. You you brought that. I wasn't even talking about Trump. <laughs> yeah, we but can go down that. You're but, insinuating, yes. But like when Trump was busted on his Trump University lawsuit, and he settled for billions of millions, it was like a hundred million dollars. It was pretty obvious he was running game on people, and it's kind of hard for me to defend that. I can't, and I can't defend. Anybody who gets caught doing stuff that's uh, just nefarious in any way or form. So, I fully understand that the American voter doesn't really have the right, okay, speaking about rights, it does. It behooves them to get into the personalities when there's no real proof that the alternative in those elections is going to govern better. The perfect case was Trump. No one can say, remember, I lost him in the primary, so it's not like I was a Trumpster from the get-go. I was kind of appalled that he even ran because of these things that we're, we know are to be true. I just said, you know what? Now that he won, the hell if I'm going to vote for a Democrat because I know they can't govern. And I'm always sitting back on what others aren't willing to repeat after me. Since 1911, the Democratic Party has or could have used, because they didn't even exercise this right many times because their majority was so mind-boggling that they didn't even have to use the filibuster rule, but they had it, and so much so that Woodrow Wilson felt the need to reduce it to 51 from 60. And uh, Republicans have never had it. Sorry, did I just say that? I'm sorry. I did a Fetterman moment. My federal woman statement was wrongly said. Woodrow Wilson was appalled at Republicans' power up until 1911, which really didn't really matter much because the industrialization of this country started in 1900, basically, and therefore only 11 years. So, you know, what the hell? What's the big deal? But he went ahead and raised it to 60. So I said that in reverse. I pardon. Forgive me. It's recorded. It's in stereo here on WSQFradio.com, live streaming to your phone, into your car, 
and on WSQF 94.5 for the Young and Old Show between the Concrete Conservative and the Radio Socialist. With 20 years between us. You know what I mean? Yeah. But government doesn't have a right. We have the right to change government whenever we feel like it. Perfect example was the last two days of voting. We're on the 13th. They, they vote again at 10 o'clock. He's still four shy, but he made a big move today. And he, I think he got 14 to join him. And there's two that are traveling right now because their wives were pregnant and uh, someone had a death in the family. They're flying in tonight. Hopefully that those guys come tonight and tell the last six or seven holdouts, hey, dude, we're going to vote for McCarthy. Join us so we can finally get to the, to the task at hand. We, you, put your, you did good. You had the guts to stand up to him with only 20 votes. And you put his feet to the fire, and he can no longer be the Mitch McConnell of the House and sell her his soul cheaply, and he's exhausted. You can tell his hair was standing up today in his interviews. You can tell he didn't sleep well last night. He's under a lot of duress, but he wants it so bad. Kevin McCarthy wants to be speaker so bad. Matt Gates said it best in his speech today. Because Matt's one of those guys who... There's nothing like a. There's nothing like a. a blue. Being, isn't he being investigated for like? That he's already found disproven. Let me look that up. It's always. It's all <laughs> been a racket to get him. To, they. They. He's like him. Nixon without any of the charm. It's. It's beyond that. He's a firecracker, stand his ground, concrete conservative kind of guy, and it's really odd because I know his father, and his father was not like that. His father was very Mitch McConnellish, Senate President of the Florida Senate. When I met him back in 2014 or 15, big burly guy, superintendent of schools, you know, you can see him rhino speaking, rhino tattooed to the top of his head. But his son came out firecracker. Uh, I think his bona fides is a lot to do with grandstanding, and I'm sure he wants to be Senate. He wants to be in the Senate, or he wants to be Trump's vice president. Although he might have blown that just a day ago, because I want one. I knew that Trump would love to have that guy, that firecracker, as a vice president. Because in the end, this the second time that Trump comes around, it's just going to be like spitball. Look at me doing the like, like, like spitball. It'll be a, a spitball slip and fall <laughs> four years because he's going to have nothing to prove. It'll be lame duck the entire four years. And hopefully he'll just spend it on prosecuting all the people who framed him and try to coup him. But that being said... I think it's better he stood for up to everybody, Trump. especially Republicans, if Trump just leaves. No, I think uh, I, I beg to differ only because it condones what they did to him. By what him did just, they do? They framed him. They for tra- what? For Russian collusion. For That's- for trying to put uh, keep us out of war in Ukraine. Try to get to the bottom of uh, Hunter Biden and the, the homies that and that were clouded. Well, in. Who cares about that? Hey, if you're on the take, you're on the take. The biggest and most upsetting thing of any anarchist and socialist is the wealthy person on the take. Well, the Bidens are those people. They're on the take. They've been on the take for 30-something years. They're all living on the beachfront. They're all no, no, there's clearly something with Hunter. Like, he is not... He's he has, on the take! He has no background in nothing. Like natural gas. Yeah, and nothing, and nothing. He's on the take. He's a bag man. But they didn't, like, just Trump, like... Do try blackmail. He didn't do so enough. He... he didn't do enough, obviously. 
Twitter was covering it up. Washington Post was covering it up. And the New York Times was covering it up. And the FBI was telling it, it. telling them, cover it up. This is the same thing that happened to liberals See, look, look back how pompous. All of a sudden he gets no, pompous. You just see how he's standing here. He's there sitting like a pompous pinhead going, who cares? You, no, Dude, public not, graph is what you accuse Trump of. And the guy you voted for and everybody else in this freaking town voted for was the king of public graft. And we don't even know what his other son, the, the soldier of the group, the one who wasn't thrown out of the Navy, the guy who actually stood up and died in the apparently in the burn pits in Iraq with brain cancer. That honorable kid, I'd hate to think he was a bag man too, but he was he was an attorney for uh, a Visa and MasterCard in Delaware where these uh, shadow, shadow pseudo bank, uh, <laughs> banks like to establish home because of the tax yeah, benefits. Yeah, but like you guys got to learn this lesson is that normal people... I wish I could hear, run for Senate hear, in a hear, small when, state like Delaware. When they you? hear all this stuff, they just zone out. Yes, when you, well, how come you didn't zone out under Trump? You believed every bit of it. Uh, me? I never That's cared. my point. No, you don't know about my position. There are large groups you of voted people... You for Trump? Out, there are large people who did not care you. at all about the Russian But you didn't, vote, you didn't vote... Of course they didn't. Yeah, we didn't care. Yeah, but it's that, it ruined... I don't care about the Russiagate. Thing. Yeah, but how about the 75 million uh, Mueller ran off with? How about all the lies of Adam Schiff? How about... I don't care about two oh, how government care? guys fighting each other. Because I That's care. not no, fighting. That's the framing of the president. I care more about... If people are having you, to work two jobs, I care about the people who can't afford the rent because it's going up, especially in here in Miami. You didn't I, I like, care more, I you care didn't more like about that. the spending of our public money that should be going into the public good or more investments into like more entrepreneurial stuff inside the country. I care more about the every, every average day American than like squalling government officials. It's, okay. Who cares? So why who didn't cares? you like the success of Donald J. Trump's four years where all those things were moving along, including energy independence? That's the problem I'm always going to have no, with Trump, people like Trump, you. Trump, you guys Trump just lie to yourself. anything for global warming. He got us out of the Paris Climate Accord, which wasn't much to begin with, so he was like a massive step back on that. You know... <laughs> Artists. Oh yeah, yeah. Rubbish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Rubbish. We're intellectual. We're intellectual response. Yeah. Is to fart into the camera. Yeah. Like climate a change is so intellectual. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's real. Yeah. Everybody you, on the can, uh, if everybody. I can, if, if I can quote a conservative, Ben Shapiro. Okay, facts don't care about your feelings. That's uh, right. <laughs> I thought so, you were going to say something about climate change. He doesn't believe in climate change either. We only think uh, best. The best answer yeah, is ben Ted Cruz. Shapiro is another. Yeah. Ted Cruz. I, I believe in climate change. It's changing all the time. It's completely what I always have said, and everybody who who I so Trump offered my generation out. nothing. Climate change is nothing more than a cyclical climate environment that only God decides what the temperature on this planet Earth is. It's so much so that galactically, look this up, folks, because I might have the actual number wrong, but it's my understanding if my brain doesn't let me down. That the earth, and I've said this before on previous shows, that he seems to ignore when he should just look it up, that the earth is six million miles closer to okay. the sun. So what's your background in July What's your background in academic than, science reading? What's your background? Then in what December. is your background in climate science? Why are you interrupting no, me? No, no, because that was a solid fact. No, 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 because this is the real fact. This is no. the real fact. What's your what's your what's your scientific academic background in climate science? Bob Three or four minutes that I just said over okay, you. Okay, because here's the thing on NASA. 
97% of climate scientists say this is unanimous. The scientific community is in all. So was so was 90% of the Republican Party for McCarthy. So this was 100 percent this is not. You need to be an expert to be an authority no, on science. Yes, you do. You need you to do. receive money from the federal government and say what we want you to say, or else you don't get this Why money. Why the heck would the federal government like this they very fund, uncomfortable? They thing? fund all that. Who do you think funded the climate change studies worldwide yeah, mira, in the United bobo. Nations? You are a bobo. You're sounding like a bobo because you're sounding like. Are, are you kidding me? The government, which is so reliant on false things, to fund. An inconvenient attitude about how they're affecting the atmosphere? This is crazy talk. Crazy talk is thinking that human beings in all its industrial methods and forms don't affect the environment. Got it. No, yes. not yes. don't. <laughs> don't change the temperature. <laughs> don't Big difference. affect the environment. We only affect just, just, just everyone who's driving, look outside, look at all if of those If it was cars. so true think what he says. Think about that's been going on for 90 years. If it was so think true. think about that. It's not going to have about, any effect. Think about how ludicrous you sound when in the actual Agenda 21 climate change accords at the United Nations, the least, the least is demanded of the most contaminating country to... America and China. China. America and China. No. My, um, America and China we are have, the biggest we have the, we, They're on par. We are, by consumption and by industrialization and by business activity, by far and away the biggest contributor to emissions, second to China, but 100% sponsor Sure, then let's get China the on the table and make them sign deals. And we're deals. probably like 75% See, of we're, we're trying, cleaning air. You're not even letting that negotiation our, happen when you play denial. Our industry... We would, I would love to bring China to the table. I would love to have to negotiate. You can't! Yeah, because you you're don't a let com- us. You're a commie just like they you are. You don't let us. You're a commie just like they are. You think you, won't let us you, think you can with negotiate with communists? They, this will, is going lie. To they will lie. They will lie. Uh, your homie. Wait, you, you, you want to blame this on the left? Uh, who, yeah. Who who put all of the businesses in China? American entrepreneurs. I would believe the 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 vast majority of American entrepreneurs, millionaires, billionaires, and everybody in the middle. Guys like Elon it, Musk look at China and they go, "I want that liberal, work ethic." A liberal most of his life. He's yeah, just but he now, wants that work. At, he wants that in the United States. That's a terrible States. example. No, but that, use, that, that's to show. Use that, the original industrialists. They were all Democrats. They were all progressives. Every single Nixon? one of them. Huh? Nixon? You gonna call him an industrialist? Nixon opened the table. He, he was pretty right. No, Clinton put him in the World Trade Organization. Yeah, Nixon definitely opened up. He definitely kept Stalin and Mao apart from each other in exchange for business. And do you know? You know what really kept. Mao from being buddy buddy with Stalin. You're gonna flip on this. this one. No, I, I've always wondered about this. Actually, I'm kind of curious. Tell me. Okay. ADM, Arthur Daniels Midland Corporation, promised Mao. If you listen to my president Nixon, I will assure you what he says I will, which is, I will give you what I presently have in hybrid rice and wheat and soil, so that you, the Chinese people, can live. Till tomorrow, without eating each other alive, we will sustain your population so it can feed itself. And as we increase the amount of stocks of rice, soybean, and wheat, we will get you the next brand after we invent it. And that's how it's gone. I think it was 33 at the time. It's at it's at a hundred and something. 
And uh, the amount of rice that comes out of a shoot today is voluminous compared to 1970. And uh, China became an industrial power, commercial power equal to the United States as a result of the United States willing to do business with them. I've said this many times, big mistake. But the leaders of the labor unions, the strikes, the minimum wage, all all the policies that it took to, yeah, to help the common good, to keep little kids from working in factories, losing their fingers, uh, uh, child labor, all those things, the FDA, all those things that kept our food clean and cleaner and cleanest, including produce. I'm a family of a produce wholesaler, so I know how important the FDA is to the quality of the foods that we were buying and reselling. All that stuff is good form of government. Does it give them the right to, to take my apples away because uh, they find it to be, you know, lesser grade? They only have the right to give it a grade because I've agreed to give them that right to give it a grade. Oh, guess what? If I buy something that's grade A and it comes to Miami in grade B after I bought it from the farm without seeing it or touching it or anything like that on a phone call, which is how produce is sold in this country, on a handshake or a wink or a call, I have the right to tell the farmer, hey, what you sent to me what did not. Here's the report from the FDA. And they're standing right there in their warehouse. They actually test this stuff. There's a, a federal inspector who's FDA inspector. You just have to call them. They're there within an hour to inspect your product. And guess what? You have the right to get your money back next harvest. And the, the farmer who wants to do business with you understands that for some reason what he sold you as grade A came in as grade B, C, D, and you got to credit him next year. And guess what? There's no real accountability there. It's an honor system, meaning he can lie about the conversation and say, Mr. Kemp, sorry. Guess what? He wants to sell to the guy who's going to pay him cash upon delivery. Why? Because he's got to fund next year's harvest. That's where I came up with the Green Book Black Book Credit Bureau that you're presently reading in the manuscript. Ah! What's really odd about me over other people, and excuse me for sounding pompous, arrogant, and all those other malarkey, if you're not thinking, then who is? Thank God, I'm thinking. And not only am I thinking, I'm writing, I'm articulating, and I went so far as to build a radio station to be able to talk with people like you. And guess what? It's not about reform. It's about the reinvention of the United States by affect, not effect. What's wrong with reform, though? Because it just means more money and more inefficiency and the same cultural fabric that does these things with good intentions. Okay, I'll give you that. I, 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 but I, even if it's I'm not so sinister. Want, even if it's for stuff you want, what's wrong with reforming the law to better serve your interest? I believe it should be reinvented at this point. Reform is what we got. $1.7 trillion passed in the dead of night last night by Mrs. Pelosi, not last night, but the other day, before she was asked, he carted off in what should be uh, a tool a toolkit. And then she should jump out of her toolkit at home and, and dress herself up as a big, giant, sexy hammer for her husband. Because obviously... That's kind of in bad taste. Yes, it's, he got knocked up. Excuse. That's kind of in bad taste, man. Yeah, man, I know. Yeah, I think the guy had bad taste calling, 
calling old man I mean, Pelosi it, it, up. It was just a guy like threatened to kill him. I, kind of I, if you believe I that, if you believe that, well, I, you don't. You don't think he was just a delusional guy? I believe he was. Yeah, but I think that you and your buddies are delusional too. So either yeah, way, but there's a difference between I disagree with you and a guy breaks into your house coming to kill you. Providing you broke would, in, I, I would not make. Providing that joke he broke in, what do you what are you implying? I believe he called them. I believe they knew each other. I believe they oh, befriended each other. Theory? It's not a conspiracy. It's just yeah. a relationship. The guy was known to be. Uh, Am I going to have to look this up and then tell? Everyone I don't know if you're going to find no the facts of this. Go for Am it. Am I going to have to do that? Go for it. But okay. the guy was known for trysts. He was famous in his hood, I guess, among the anarchists or whoever the hell he was hanging out with. I think he's from Canada, but he was famous for being, you know, uh, flimflam, a male hooker, that kind of stuff. So anyway, um, it's not like we have proof on these things, but it's just fodder for radio here at 625 but uh, I think there was a uh, money owed or something like that he got pissed off he grabbed the hammer smacked him over the head and uh, the reason why I believe that is that when Pelosi answered the door to the cops if you were really getting getting ready to be assaulted you would have ran out that door into the arms of the cops like well, can, can we just like this is go just, continue no, no, going hold on, but this is what's just kind of dangerous it is. No, 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 no. But like, like what's actually kind of dangerous you, about is that modern, you believe the news. No, no. I don't. But is that you make crap up? No. You're doing that right now. You're, I believe. You're, 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 you're saying like, if okay, why didn't he react like this? If he reacted like this, then we would have known. Like, listen, I'm not a fan of Nancy Pelosi by any means, but I think it gets really dangerous when, like, we see public events that might make us question certain attitudes we hold because maybe we like the we don't like the person who's being attacked or this makes us question a certain policy we might hold right i've seen but like so this, much the, the, but the sort of thinking seen... that you're talking about right now is literally Would like the rabbit that hole grab that thing is literally the rabbit hole that Jeez, led to Alex leave the Jones microphones stuff, alone. stuff stop stop trying to no compare alex jones yes, this is ex- sounds a, exactly no. like yeah i'm not making millions of dollars like alex jones is to say the uh, rubbish that he says he's got a huge but following. this reminds me of that like no it's like, i don't, you don't care. Know, i'm just asking questions doesn't you matter the media? i don't believe a word you're saying is true because you're making comparisons that ah, mean absolutely nothing Alex Jones saying barbarities uh, when he's got a huge following and he makes money doing exactly yeah, what he's no doing. There is no evidence that that's the guy no was different. a prostitute. Hey? There is no evidence that the guy... Check, oh, that good, that's a good, I, I looked at it right that's now. That's a good suspect, Google search. He was no. a troubled individual fueled by political hate. Okay, keep on going. Keep on in your search results. Keep on looking. Because I'm not making it up. I'm just reading what you're. You're, you're reading, reading unsubstantiated I'm, posts. Oh, I'm supposed online. to rely on the Washington Post, who was lying about Russian collusion, it, lying about everything that's going on. You still can lying. cite me other sources that get this. Stuff. I, I have. You, you, you are uh, looking spend, at random text messages or random posts on Twitter. It has to be. What this. are you reading right now? I just got Tell from us. the New York Times. Okay, read the. Oh, don't go to the Times, please. Would you read some of the stuff out there? You know, it's just so that there, there is Al Jazeera, there is the Department of Justice, there is NPR. Al Jazeera, the uh, the 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 one that Al Gore uh, sold his uh, no, green th- tomatoes. That is, um, this is the Qatari government's. Yeah, but they bought Al Gore's cable station, which I wanted to do back in uh, here on the key with uh, Cuba Skin Community Television. That was uh, 
years before Al Gore came up with the station. I came up with because the, here's the thing. Wait, wait, wait. Here's how the mainstream media like. What do you, you, you is that they can't, they can't lie. They lie in the headline, but they can't lie in the article. Bullshitpozoid. Give me uh, what the guy's name was. Sure. I don't remember his name. But do you see? Like this is literally. It's what the all about your search engine. Your problem is, it's a computer you're searching with. If you don't give it interesting searches, it won't get you information. It won't give you generic you're, stuff. You're looking for the results Folks, you want. You're looking when you're listening, for it. when you're watching the news from now from from this moment onward. Take it from me. If you're looking at the number one search result, the number two search result, the number three search result, you're reading gumball most popular articles because right. I, I should be reading infowars i should be reading no true social you should, posts. You I should, should be reading read parlor posts you should that's read where the real evidence comes from no not posts because that's someone's opinion unless they have a good link that you, if, the, if the post is credible and you hit their link then they're offering you the link to back up their point that is that will more likely be seen on Parler than Twitter, because Twitter will censor you. I've been censored by Twitter, and I put very legitimate stuff out there with no sense, no sense of fodder or gravita. I just put stuff out there because I don't want it coming back to me as lunacy or uh, disgusting kind of stuff. I don't I like to be a fool out there. There's too many people who are not public like me, who aren't in a small community that I've deeply care about and have been active to the point of this, you're hearing me on 94.5 FM, you're not this kind of person and want to be publishing rubbish and stupid stuff. But if you give me the guy's name and you search, do interesting search engines that aren't so popular, like, hey, the dog is red, imagine what you'll get. Or Pelosi's a jerk, imagine what you'll get. I mean, come on, give Google searches that are consistent with acts of uh, true investigation. Sometimes the word investigation is suffice. But if you give me the guy's name... It's David Depepe. Oh, yeah. Uh, do you know, wait, wait, David? And how do you spell his last name? Because that one's a hard one. Uh, P-A-P-E. No, no, it's more than that. It's not ape. It's de pepe. Oh, de. Oh, excuse me. Excuse me. De, my my bad. It's probably French. D, he's from Canada. D. Yeah. D. D. E. P. A. P. E. D. E. P. A. P. E. Oops, my memory. I did that. I drew a blank. Say that again. <laughs> D. E. P. A. P. E. Okay. The pop. David DePop, okay? Um, there's more than one. So he, there's a song uh, song guy, so it's not him. David DePop, or is he, is he the song guy? I don't think so. I, I, I'm looking on DuckDuckGo right now, to, and I, I still can't find anything about him being a gay lover. Uh, 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 well, he might. Uh, well, there's... Yeah, uh, he's he's publicly known to wanting to uh, do uh, do a lot of damage to famous people. That is known. And there, I agree. Um, yeah, no, even DuckDuckGo is showing me that that's not the case. 
Pelosi attacks suspect events, share conspiracy theories. Okay. That that was on October the 28th. And I don't know who wrote it. I think it's the L.A. Times. Uh Uh-oh, another rag. L.A. Times. Okay. It's like, here's the thing. I'm all for criticizing the media. I'm all for criticizing the media. But, like, I feel we were getting to a point that, like, people are very apt for going, do not believe your lying eyes, is where I take a strong objection to. Uh, I don't know if I agree with you or disagree with you because there's so many situations where it doesn't apply. I will say I have to disagree with you. I believe that a lot of what we know about people is what we don't know. And that's what I know to be true. There's a lot of people that just will never uh, know anything about. I won't really know. Perfect example was Pelosi's, uh, sorry, Pelosi, uh, Biden's uh, heroic child, uh, an attorney as well, just like uh, Hunter, died in the in the tar pits or the the the, the, the disgusting dirt pits where they burn everything and their, their mother on these bases in the middle of the desert. And we don't know. I don't know that much about that gentleman, but he was an honorable guy. He seemed like a upstanding guy. He served in the military like the other Bidens. You know, I've spoke highly of Joe Biden accepting his his oath of office from a hospital bed where his wife and daughter died in a car accident. You would find him to be a very empathetic man because of that. But then, he, then throughout his career, he's done nothing but. Grab and grab and grab, smash and grab and get money and make money. And I believe that he was a perfect bag man for Obama because Obama got rich too while he was president. That's the point that. Oh, you know how they make, you know how a lot of those guys make their money? Speeches. Yeah, Reagan. They, they go to. Reagan um, was given a $4 million speech, which I believe was uh, incredibly uh, I, I lucrative the, in re- Japan, in Tokyo, but he did. I he remember, did, as um, president, marshal in the greatest, uh, the greatest importation of Japanese cars the world has ever known. We wouldn't have Toyota and Honda and Mazda and how many other ones, Nissan, here today if it wasn't for Ronald Reagan who opened those doors for those cars to come in. Now, I understand that I could easily receive an attack. Clinton did a lot of those. Uh, Clinton Just added to it. Yeah, Clinton did a lot but, of those. It really forced, and he said it in a speech. It might sound sinister and crooked. How dare he uh, importation, open the markets and all that. The truth is, the American car sucked at the time in 1980s. Those cars sucked. They fell apart on you. And guess what? Unionization made those companies lazy. But as soon as the Honda showed up here, where not only did did, uh, you work for the Japanese company, but they also funded your home. So if you got fired from Honda, you also lost your house. I'm not making a claim, good or bad, for that. But it really makes you a real lover of your employer when he's also offering you home financing for your home. You get to work on time, you know what I mean? Talk about total leverage. That's the leverage I'm talking about. And they made a beautiful car. I've owned Lexus. I'm not crazy about Toyota, but man, their, their luxury version Lexus, my God, what a car. That's a car. I remember buying a used Lexus LS LS350. It was the Mac Daddy Lexus. It was maybe two or three years old. 
I put a hundred something thousand miles on it, and I really regret letting it go because my lease was up, and they wouldn't let me buy it. And guess what? They ended up selling for twice what I offered because it was still an excellent car. Ah, and I've owned every Honda except for the Pilot. Every one of them. C- Civic, CRV, the, the Cube one. All of them were excellent cars. Uh, the Accord, the, I've owned all their lines, and they were all excellent cars over a course of, you know, being a 16-year-old all the way into my 30s, I had Hondas all those times. And with the exception of a, a brief moment with a Volvo that you're presently driving, they're just, they were better cars. And look, America cars are, are, are wonderful today because they were forced to compete. That's my point. If it has to do with competition and business, I'm so 100% ready for that. I don't fear competition in any way or form. I live competing all day, all night. And I do believe that if you're really good, okay, if you're really good, you'll get paid for being really good. But, 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 what my radio socialist does not understand if you are part of a private sector union, there's a limitation to how much you're going to get paid in increase because it's already negotiated in your contract, whether you're good or bad or indifferent. Chances are you're going to get the same pay as a jerk-off who doesn't work as fast as you, doesn't care about his job as much as you do, comes late to work, takes sick leave, all that stuff. It's in a union contract. You know where you see that really bad? In the government contracts. You don't have to even work. Start talking because I'm getting ready to cough. <laughs> yeah, no, but uh, the reality is that people have way more negotiating power with their bosses when they're together. That's the point of interest. Unfortunately, I just disproved that. Unfortunately, there's too much to risk because... You can be fired if you're saying, like, this isn't good enough. Why should you, I you be? Can, you, you can just be easily terminated. But if you get everyone together to why, say, we need a higher why raise... Why doesn't an employer have the right to fire you? Because you're in a union, so you can stay and do whatever you want. Come I mean, on, you have more guys you can quit with. I understand, but don't you find that in itself an artificial leverage you have over the guy who's no, it's actually a leverage? It's a I, leverage, but it's that, artificial. That, that, so, ah, that makes you a socialist, and that has never proven to work. Period. In any country, at any time. I mean, that's- that's why the United States never really had like a strong need for communist revolutions. This has even been talked about like by people who are Marxist-Leninists. One of the things that they credit for like why America kind of became revolution-proof was that the working class did have ways to organize. So it's a double win for entrepreneurs who want to avoid communist uprisings and for workers themselves who just want to be- get better pay, who want... Okay. More out of what they're putting into grant, the company. I'll, I'll grant you the point, but I got to add this caveat. The, the entrepreneur, the owner of a successful business, wasn't worried about communist revolution as much as he was happy to lower his costs spread out over the entire employee base with the unions. You know what that reminds to, me of? If he had to increase your salary... You for you, you, John, Jerry, Steve, Handsome, Tyrone, and Margaret, he would have gotten shellacked because it would be very hard for him to raise the salary of one and not raise the salary on the other for whatever reason. 
It'll be accused of likability, skin color, race, sex, time clock, uh, who's got sick less, and who got pregnant less, which goes to the gender argument. Women want equal pay for equal time. Well, guess what? I can't keep you from getting pregnant. Therefore, I, I'm assured that you're going to be uh, less efficient or more efficient, doesn't matter. You're just going to be a different employee if you're pregnant than if you're not. So that's something that that's so vital to American or society in general is a woman, but she's not she's not on equal terms with a man in terms of being you affected. You know what's interesting is that there were feminists who were looking forward to scientific advancements to free women from childbirth. I I can see us all uh, all coming from a petri dish one day, and guess who wins in that one? E- Elon Musk. Because if we're all made in petri dishes and almost no more love, love, and <laughs> we're not going to know who is a human, real human, and who is a droid. <laughs> Woo! It's coming. The term. Uh, um, you know, have you ever thought of how we're going to get to Star Trek? I mean, uh, Star Trek actually. Uh, so here's the fun thing: is that uh, there was a group. How do you of get Argen- there? We're going to get there one you know, day. Because no, because no, in Star Trek, we f- the aliens find us. Yeah, and then we but join- we, we do leave somewhere. Well, no, we join the aliens. That's what the Federation is. Yes, it's an alliance of aliens. So what's interesting about Star Trek is that um, they've kind of like because they've already gone space travel. When they share it with people, we naturally overcome a lot of these things because our Material needs have been met. Is kind of the idea, but what's funny is that this is similar to what of a group of like really obscure. That is a very good point because the ship uh, yeah. made everything they needed. Because um, there was a group of communists who said this, um, which were the post-sadists. I'm going to double check to see how I can pro- properly pronounce that. But their rationale was that like, listen, if these guys have already successfully, you know, done space travel, then they've already met the whole dialectic historical need. Okay, and? They've already would be space communists. So aliens would be communists by nature. Oh. Yeah, these were Trotskyists in Argentina. And this was their big belief um, that aliens were going to Be careful when you talk about Argentines because you're surrounded by them. And they just won the World Cup. Okay, so. Yeah, but these guys are an irrelevant group of Argentinians. (laughs) Caveat. Hear that, folks? Should that be repeated? So you have safe travel. I mean, for... are, are you a post-sadist? Are you a follower I'm not of a Trotsky <laughs> I'm not. A, I'm not a Trotskyite. That's all I can tell you. Yeah, no, but th- this was their belief that um, aliens would bring about the revolution on Earth. Say that again. Is that this was the belief of these guys? These Trotskyists. Yeah, but you got to elaborate. Uh, if I'm if I'm saying say that again, it's because I'm assuming yeah, um, that my audience is just as confused. Is that these guys thought that the aliens were going to come, and because they'd already gone past space travel, that they would be communists. They'd already have solved all of the oh, inequalities. So when aliens come, they would liberate our working class. Okay, so you feel that they, the, ultimate, they the ultimate goal is to be, to uh, for our needs to be met so that we can all do this together? More or less, yeah, that's kind of in a nutshell where I'm going down, like... I, I'm really skeptical. If I can be real, I'm skeptical about certain claims Marx has made, and I think time has disproved some of them wrong. But the idea that like we should build a society that everyone partakes in some measure of the economy, and then has the time to pursue their passions and hobbies in good health, I think is the goal of society. 
because that's what freedom is to me. Wow. Well, you definitely have the right to feel that way. And I, 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 I happen to think democracy is the most important aspect of freedom. To get there. To get there. Yeah. Because well, democracy I do, is I how do, we autonomously do it. I'm much more, obviously, individualistic from that standpoint. I believe in sharing my excesses, providing that I'm fulfilled and I determine what that fulfillment is. Unfortunately, for most people, feeling fulfilled is just more cars and more stuff, more vanity, more yeah. materialism and stuff like that. I understand that part. I would more more likely, because I've done it throughout the course of my life, I'm more likely to give away, a, uh, I, I'm not going to be ridiculous and say my lion's share, but I give a considerable amount of money away to those who need it, to money I expect not to be repaid, to orphanages, to Catholic causes, to feeding the poor. Recently, I've been contributing to uh, individualistic, liberty-minded educational programs to supplement to Supplemented curriculums, like you know your fam- like uh, Hillsdale College. There's one that I'm looking at right now. That uh, that actually supplements teachers' pay, providing that they they delve into the the document, the Constitution, its founding, and stay as close to history as possible with youngsters, and they're looking at raising money for that. Apparently, they're already uh, have, I think it's uh, 6,000 teachers trained in the curriculum, and they're looking for money to, to expand their reach to affect more children. I'm looking at it, you know, contributing to that. But I believe only capitalism raises the vast majority of those who want to have a bigger ship. I believe there's a use for the market. I think the market internationally has shown that like countries that just open up their borders more to others and can trade more, those are the ones that benefit. And there are some countries that like just don't have the resources necessary nope. to go along on they their They don't own. have the political fabric necessary. China doesn't have half the resources we do. And if they do find them all of a sudden, they don't have means to extract them. They have them. the labor. They, they do. have the labor, and they've shown that they, they have can, the labor. They providing that. that we give them the goods, they can make, they can crank out, cut and paste like it's going out of style. One thing you can say about China is they're the kings of cut and paste. They can steal your stuff and make it better than you tomorrow, but they really you know can't what? invent. You know who I really found that was really good? They're at not that. really ingenious about inventing. They're interested in copying. I found the Japanese where Japan is very much a country that is like interested in having its borders closed and not interacting with the rest of the world. Like, you know, at least the conservative elements of it. But I think it's more fear out of China, which is why they close their borders. And the United States. Nah. Yeah. They don't fear they, us they, they, because... Uh, they it, talk about the gunboat policy with us as a dramatic moment. Uh, they just don't want us, period. We look different, we're taller, we're more handsome. But, you and, know, generally... And other Japanese but women would run what, off with us. What I've seen Hispanic with Hispanic Americans. What I've seen with the Japanese is that they kind of learn things about other cultures and then they perfect them. Yes, yeah, cut and paste. It's no, they're not the Chinese though. They yeah, they're very different. Yeah, um, 
Like, take, for example, they actually boomed scientifically once they started But you opening. understand that they don't want Chinese people in their country. It's not really the United oh, States. They don't want anybody. They're, obviously. And the conservatives in They Japan don't want to be don't, accused don't want of wanting to keep Chinese out, so they make it wholesome. You know, everybody, no one can become. I wonder if there are any white I mean, it, it's a fear of retaliation. It's a fear so, of can retaliation. You, can you answer this question? Can you marry a Japanese woman and become Japanese, or you still remain... She stays citizen and you never become... I don't know. I don't but know I, I, I don't think they have any laws against misogynation. No, it just could be... It's so strict that even if you marry a Japanese woman, yeah, you can live there forever, but you'll never be a Japanese I, citizen. I know, they ha I know some Jap Japanese have hang-ups about um, leaving the country and then coming back. If you're Japanese and you marry an American woman, then you come back... American man like, and you no, come no, back, not even or vice married, versa. But if you do American like business outside of Japan and then come back... There's a huge hang-up about that there, too. Wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. Wow, that's pretty cool. <laughs> I wouldn't call it cool, but yeah. No, it's, it's pretty... Interesting. Uh, I mean, how how can that be... You're saying culturally, but not legally. Culturally, yeah. They, they, don't, they don't like... They frown like, upon it. Some do. But so, how many, Some speak out against it, which is why I know about these stuff. But at In the same time, we... Because they're progressive Japanese who raise awareness about these issues. So that's why I'm able to say... These things in Japan. Yeah, it seems like it doesn't seem like it could be that popular because we have successfully handed out more scholarships at American universities to all the Asian Pacific countries, much at a higher rate than even American kids coming out of American high schools. My dad, my dad talked about that. Um, he thought that, like you know, back in the day, we just thought the Asians were much smarter than us. But it turns out we just get the the cream of the crop to come over here. I don't even think we can say that that because that depend that 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 assumes that the system is perfected. I I believe that that's done between politicians and the the foreign person gives you something in exchange for something. Like the Chinese, you can imagine what they're uh, what they hand the United States when our students don't make it the emission standards and their students do. They hand them over, and they get paid handsomely for it. I mean, the, uh, the American universities get that out-of-state tuition money for all those immigrants that come. And that includes Brazil, Colombia, and all the other countries. But in China, it's enormous. Do you know how many—I read this a long time ago, so the number is probably higher. Do you know how many engineers of all types graduate from China? How many? A year. Really? Part of my book. You're going to be reading it soon. One million. How about in India? A year. All types. I've thought about structural, electrical, mechanical, medical, all that. Industrial. One million as well. Now you say, well, that's reasonable considering they each have a billion. But we are 320 million. How many do we graduate a year? How many? Hello, 58,000. How many from American high schools? Oh, it's got to be even less. 28,000. And in those American high schools, how many of those are actual foreign students in our high schools? Think about that, 7,000. So you add that to all the other numbers, you realize that we're screwed. Tomorrow, you expect... Uh, you're, you, you, tomorrow you're saying, whoa, 
And these freaking Democrats are bringing 4.4 million across our borders unskilled by vast majority on top of the billion already graduating? What is the number one, what's the highest percentages of attorneys? So I just gave away the answer. What is the largest segment to occupy the White House? Uh, Attorneys. Career-wise. And that also includes House and Senate electors. What's that same segment to be premier of China? The vast majority. Engineers. Including the present premier of China. She, an engineer. And Mao, an engineer. And the other, uh, Xiaoping, I think it was the name is. Deng Xiaoping. Xiaoping, engineer. It really is something to be said. I've always believed. I think because Americans have kind of given up. If there's one thing that I don't think I can be accused of is that I'm anti-American. But I do feel is... Amen to that! Is that I do feel like what has happened is that America has divulged so much of its worth and identity into things like war, which don't turn out the way we like to imagine war. And then as a result, we suffer this moral injury and we don't know how to go on and I, I think that's the big issue like I look at the baby boomers and the Gen X generations that followed suit I see some I see a very clear kind of disassociation from the political project I see that there is just this big vast disinterest in what it means to be an American how can we partake in the American project what can we do to help the country Like, that's one thing that I feel, you know, sort of the Reagan revolution worked on was the cynicism after Nixon, was the cynicism after Vietnam. And that's kind of the one thing I would like to combat. It's, no, my, I believe in the political project of democracy. I believe in, you know, whatever we can to make ourselves a country that represents these ideas of freedom and equality before the law, um, all these things. I, I think it's good. I like to see Americans open-minded and critical. But what I've really seen is that people have been told a strict idea about what it means to be American. That maybe even you can agree with me <coughs> is that it means to be successful. Is that it means to be wealthy. And the moment that doesn't look like it's going to be for them in the horizon, they check out. They're done. They're done being an American. They're over with. Like... I mean, oh, some, all, these guys the, who, all these guys who did Iraq War, you know what they're doing? They're, they're running coffee companies. They're running coffee companies, like the Black Rifle Coffee guys. And they express that same cynicism about the American project. It's, where are we and where are we at this point? When we are an island of individuals, That's we, we are, are alone. And we're free. We're alone. Yeah, but the project we're is alone. freedom. Freedom to do what you want to do. In other words, they were free to join the army. Because the wussies like me who aren't free enough to go join the army. I'm completely afraid of not the actual war, because since I've never been through it, who am I to say? But I'm not free enough to to listen to orders, which I knew I have to listen to during boot camp, during everything. And I just dread that I will run into conflicts before I even get on the battlefield. No, you're probably going to be on a base. 
high out of your mind with other troops. <laughs> that I, I've talked to a lot of troops yeah. who don't see combat. That's just the experience. It's just them waiting around, doing drugs, get, being bored. Like, that's the real military life. I can see the boredom will uh, bring people to just experiment with just about everything. Just well, get no, high. Like, so... I feel like I got a kind of grounded look on that because I really considered it during my time that I was struggling between jobs. But more or less, like, you know, hopefully we have ways around this. Like, you know, what's wrong with... Yeah, just, you want, you just want world peace and you just pray to God that our enemies don't hate us as bad as no, they do. It's And then the food line starts. It's, no. Weren't you, like, really concerned during COVID when you actually saw for the first time, me being a, of Cuban descent... I was looking at the very Winn-Dixie here and all the supply chain shortages. I was saying, man, if this doesn't get corrected soon, the food lines are already up and running. People are just stopping by, uh, you know, Hard Rock Stadium to pick up food and Thanksgiving. And they were giving out more turkeys than ever. I'm saying, I hope Americans get it. It could get worse. It could get worse. Now we're seeing that things have planed out that. Those ninety-something percent that believe in climate change also ninety-something percent believe that the vaccine. Climate scientists, yeah, climate scientists, and, yes. medic- and physicians today believe that the COVID vaccine was uh, mitigating the effects of COVID in the hospital and dying. I saw that hit me really close and hard. By a very, very I mean, close vaccines r- have been around for over two hundred, but not years. those were RNA vaccines. That was totally experimental. Trump's at fault. He's the one that rushed it through. He was Big Pharma's uh, wet dream. Oh my God, we got to get this get this to market. He's going to pay for half of them. He's going to pay to research them. He's going to give why, us. Why, why doesn't the right attack Bill Gates for not making it more publicly available? Like they don't like Bill Gates. He predicted that we were going to have this problem. Yeah, he said and, and it he made talk. money off it. Made a lot of money. Yeah, well, that, that should be. He like, also is also because gonna, he he hasn't. Released he also the sees the food crisis coming. That's why he's he buying. sees the patents. Yeah. I don't think he sees the balance. I think he's going to provoke. In, uh, he's put a lot of money in these causes that are going to start the food fight. It's very sad. But eventually the statists, socialists, communists, liberals, all liberal, different groups. progressive Those people all different groups. who aren't fighting for the buck. You know, they're conservative communists, right? Uh, please explain. Yeah, they're conservative communists. I, anytime, you, you, you I a, don't debate. You get, a, you get a lot of guys. I don't debate you, you when it comes to things that I think you're going to tell our audience that I can't. Yeah, so no, go for so it. It's like there are conservative communists. Like you get a lot of guys who are willing to apologize for dictators in, who aren't even communists, but like who show strength against the United States. There are totally people who are like that. Who's been successful at that? Nobody. Um, Assad. Uh, he's been successful. Well. He's, he, he's, he's not really, been he's, overthrown. Yeah, but he hasn't been overthrown. That's not a sign of success. Either has Fidel Castro. Putin, yeah, and that's why they'll defend these types. These, uh, either has Fidel Castro. He still means he's a freaking loser. They will talk about degeneracy in the same way. Syria's pretty degenerate as we speak right now. Yeah, but I'm saying women are being killed and slaughtered for whatever reason. I'm just saying politics is more complicated. Putin went over there and politics is more complicated than the enemies of freedom and the enemies of non-freedom. Ah, you're playing in a in quicksand, my friend. I'm playing in the ocean, and you're in a puddle. <laughs> but you're but you're the tadpole. 
Because I, I, I know, I'm definitely the turtle. You're a fish too big for your tiny little puddle, and I'm a tiny paddle, free in the ocean. And eventually you become a frog, and guess what happens What happens to the frog that I taught you about the other day? You eventually are alone on a lily pad. Well, frogs actually catching aren't in the ocean, is the problem with this allegory. Oh, that's, yes. That means that you're special. You're, a, spe- you're a special a... tadpole. <laughs> well, it is, it is what it is. There's five minutes left. Yeah. And like always, uh, I salute you to be able to keep up with me. You're fun. You're fun. You're fun to fight with. What can I say? Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's <laughs> it's interesting, and um, it is what it is. There's a lot of stuff out there that just isn't so, and uh, it, don't ever believe the press unless you're willing to do the research yourself. Maybe some will say that. There's a climate. There's the climate is changing, and that we're responsible. I don't think I'll ever believe that ever, ever, ever. I believe that humanity is nothing compared to the acts of our Creator. I believe that our temperature is determined only by the galactic world that we are settled in. It remains to be seen if we're alone. I believe that that will be proven to be a. Stupidity. I think we have to live as like, stupid as the world was flat at one time. I think we have to live like as if we're alone. I don't. Because I believe. We, I I believe in Elon Musk's vision. I believe we should be uh, Earth uh, exploring. Oh, I thought you were talking about alien life. I believe we should go or, meet or them. God. Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, me, uh, me too. I, and we, and we, of course, we, pray that they don't kick our ass. But. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 it is a genuine horror. I think, it is, about. yeah. You don't know. Uh, they're, 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 you don't actually, know they're friendly. Yeah, there's actually sci-fi books. Yeah. That, that are all about like Earth goes out and throws out first contact. Yeah. And all these other aliens, like, why did you do that? Now the uh, space empire is going to come and get you. Yeah. And so it's the idea that maybe the universe we, looks they should dead. be left alone. Maybe the universe looks dead because everybody knows better than to make their name out there. Yeah. And what are we seeing out there? Is it true what we're seeing out there? Is it true what the Air Force and the fighter pilots are seeing? The things moving so fast in front of them, they just can't believe that there's technology that just makes... That's the one thing I haven't looked into is a lot of UFO stuff. Yeah, I commend Marco Rubio uh, being a very uh, uh, rhino popular Republican. Very interested in the subject. I think that's uh, the child in him that wants to explore. I commend him for keeping it you know, keep it on the front page. And those who are in the mainstream, as I feel he is, even though he got elected by Tea Party and he abandoned them later, and I was one of them at the time, still taken aback by that, still voted for him, still continue to vote for him, still continue to support him. But I really like the very fact that he kept the UFO issue on the, on the front burner. And I also love the fact that an immigrant like Elon Musk, who's done extraordinary things that us liberals um, in our country don't really want to look into. He's done it for us, which I'm implying Twitter files. There's a $45 million worth, billion dollars worth of truth there. So I'm happy about these things, but that's the same man who wants to space travel. He wants us to go around. He wants to give us the tools to get the hell out of here and look for stuff. And try to... If it's know. owned by the government, then I don't have a problem with it. Oh! Gag me with a spoon! Ugh. I agree. I'll, I'll give you a socialist 
uh, dictum to end the show. I must admit, I never really disagree with this, but I got to say it publicly. I must admit that our contribution to NASA was very socialistic from the beginning to end, including to today, that allowed him to even think about getting as far as he got. That's why. That's why. Yeah. So it, it, it's 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 been our funding. We should see the fruits of it. Yes, and I believe that. Had see, not- taxes is not theft. I'll, I'll I'll end on that note. Let it rain. <laughs> We're free men. Rain. See you later. Eric Clapton, nineteen seventy-two. Stay free, my friends. Here on Blink Radio. 94.5 FM Blink Radio Kibiskay. Live streamed at WSQFradio.com. All these recordings are there. Take care. If you like our programming on WSQF 94.5 in Kibiskay, you can also hear us very far away nationwide. WSQFradio.com. And if you like our audio files and our subject matter, subscribe to YouTube Mac on the Rock Rampage. Take care and stay free.